Welcome to the Salon Owners Collective Podcast. Each week on the podcast, you'll hear stories and tactics from experts and influencers who will provide you with actionable steps to transform your business and your life. I'm your host, Larissa McClemon, and I help salon owners move from stress and overwhelm to lead a life of freedom and profit by implementing a strategic framework to grow and scale their business. So wherever you are in the world, I want to officially invite you to join me in this episode and make an important step in your journey towards more freedom and more profit. That awkward conversation, you know the one, where that one team member who hasn't been hitting their sales targets comes up to you and asks for a pay rise. And it can feel a little bit like a child throwing a tantrum inside of the candy store. You give them the sweets just to keep them quiet because let's face it, you'll otherwise fear that they're gonna leave and it's easier and less work in the short term. And I don't want you getting into this vicious cycle. Instead, what you need is a system that recognizes success celebrates and rewards those that are smashing their targets, gives you the confidence about when to give a pay rise and when not to. Now, this is a system that here at Salon Owners Collective, we call, do I get a pay rise? I kind of shorten it, D-I-G-A-P-R, a step-by-step progression plan for all of your employees, all of your team members that is, well, I guess it's exclusive to the Salon Mastery Coaching Program where your team need to see a clear roadmap and the next steps that they need to take in order to earn their next pay rise without bugging you about it when they don't actually deserve it. I can't wait to share this with you. Let's dive in. Um, If our goal is to be the guide, uh, then it's up to us to lead our team to success. So I I really want to talk about taking their career pathway and actually leading our team to success. So we can actually advertise for new team members with real confidence that we actually do have a pathway that actually leads people. People actually do have an opportunity in my business to be successful. Um, Because I think, you know, for the most part, we know the things that we should be doing to be successful. So what's the roadblock to that? And I think sometimes it's the confidence that we have the tools to get the people to where they need to go. And we get caught up in the reasons why they can't or the dramas and the the lolly giving and the tantrums on the floor that we we forget sometimes to stay focused on the strategies. So um, let's dive in and talk about those right now. Um, I think the struggle is that for them, if they're not reaching target and they're stuck on $25 an hour, please insert your number here. Some of you $25, you know, depending on where you are in the world, that may or may not be relevant. Uh, but here in New Zealand, $25 is, is kind of minimum of an of a, uh, operational income generating person might want to earn. But I see it too often people get stuck there. And we can't pay them more. They're asking for pay rise. We can't pay them more because we're like, well, where does the money come from? So I think um, <laughs> they they struggle, but they don't know. They don't know that. They don't know that you don't have uh, the money to pay them. They think that you're just being mean and stingy and saying mean things about them. But I think it's up to us to um, tell them. Where their, next, where their next pay rise is coming from, how they're going to achieve it, show them how to win and take them under your wing and grow them. I just loved this scene. Let me just make sure I'm sharing you. Okay. I loved this scene when Gaga just like 
she just saved her and it was so beautiful and eloquent she said I've got you I've got you and I feel like we can be that more like that for our team members um we spent a lot of time working on the problem children the squeaky wheels and all our thoughts and our tension and the things that keep us up at night and the things that we complain about uh, are the squeaky wheels and we change the rules for them and we break the rules for them and we let them get away with it because they're <laughs> asking for the sweets and they're not doing the work but I actually think if we if we change our focus to polish the diamond then um, we get a better reward and working with them to help them grow instead of thinking um, yeah they're doing great they know what to do. They're doing fine. And we pour our time and our energy into those that are just, guess what, going to leave anyway, right? Because they're not going to do the work, even if you tell them the right strategy. So I think we should change our uh, change our focus and attention to those that are winning and actually give those people more of our time and help them grow even more and take away from the, those that, are, that we've telling them the same thing five times and they're not doing it. One of the most powerful things that you can do is um, show success by association um, by actually just watching results and reward. So environment is stronger. Uh, I think the saying goes environment is stronger than will. And I remember when this, this culture changed inside of my business and I had a couple of new people start and um, I heard one of my team members, not reprimanding, but redirecting one of the new girls, oh, we don't do it like that. We do it like this. And when you've got the majority of people winning and achieving and doing really well, people believe that that's the pathway to do it. And you don't have to do the convincing anymore. They can just look and watch the results. So spend the time on the diamond. Um, what can happen otherwise too much is too often is that we throw them out there and we go, you can do it. You've had lots of years of experience in the business. We give them a target and we throw them out onto the floor and I hope you I hope you do well. Go and make $3,000. Good luck. Good luck out there. <laughs> Especially if they've been in the industry for a long time, we think, well, you must know how to do it. But I think instead we want, it, what, we want to give them the success pathway to earn the black belt. Like earn the black belt. Earn, how much sweeter is reward when you earn it? Um, when I was 10, I already wanted to be 11. On my 10th birthday, I remember this kind of sinking feeling that I was already 10, but I actually already wanted to be 11. I don't know what was going on for me, but I think it's not uncommon. When I turned 21, I already wanted to be 22. I wanted to be 21 for years. I suddenly wanted to be 22. I never be, want to be where I am. Funnily enough, that stopped when I turned 27. I don't know what was magic about 27, but I stopped wanting to be older. Now I just want to be younger. Um, but I think that's probably a natural human condition to always want the next thing. So we need to buy into that. We need to give them that. Um, but we need to pace it. When I was seven, six or seven, I got put up a class. Um, and, you know, it was in the 70s, and I don't know why, but they decided I was tall and quite mature, obviously socially mature, um, that I should go up to the next class. My, I was April baby, and so um, I think the cutoff was May, and they pushed me forward in the class above. I never recovered. I was terrible at school, and I always was the youngest, and I always felt behind. 
And I think when we push people forward and we give them uh, the rewards and we give them a black belt before they've earned their red belt, we're actually doing them a disservice. They need to earn their levels and enjoy the progression. We know that kids need to be 11 before they're 12, before they're 15 and before they're 18. If we let our 15 year olds go out to nightclubs before they're allowed, it's not good for them. So why do we do it for our team when they ask for the pay rise or they ask for the Saturdays off or they demand the things, we're giving them progression too quickly. Um, I'm not gonna spend a lot of time here on do I get a pay rise because the majority of you know this agree and understand but it's the foundation of everything else that we're going to build upon to set the scene for becoming a hundred thousand dollar stylist or whatever it is in your local currency um, but it really is the thing that sets the scene for setting a clear target it says the base wage to show up to work and do the good do the good work do the, this is how we do it here. Um, when we've got clarity on targets, it's like having the map that we know where to go. We get financial rewards for achievement, um, commission, bonuses. Um, what I love about do I get a pay rise is the regular intermittent increasing wage step-by-step -step goal. They're not big jumps in between. They're really accessible. Um, and there's performance reward when you outperform your, your level, your standard, your base, and their step-by-step -step progression. Um, so I know for a lot of you that you have this in place. I want to start providing you a resource to be able to, remember I said before, if we're not talking about our business in the way that it is forward, then how, surely how can we lead our team? So I want to give you some, I guess, visual resources to be able to work with. So I'm going to take you through that now. Um, yeah, an all-round success plan. Uh, all right, do I get a pay rise, a base with incremental steps and bonuses? So for the example today, I'm going to work on um, uh, an example, if you will, and a base somewhere sitting around the 50 to 60K mark, because that seems to be typical in the industry, Australia and New Zealand. Um, and... Just for context for you that you guys that are in the Northern Hemisphere, um, the minimum wage in Australia and New Zealand is around $21, $23 an hour. And I know you guys are sort of in the $7 to $11. So um, you can kind of almost cut these numbers in half. All right. You guys ready? Um, I want to take you through a couple of strategies what I call the 10K stack. How do we take someone from 50 or 60K and we stack them so they can be successful and um, get to the 100K mark or whatever the number is for you in your business, depending on uh, what you're paying people, what your pricing is in your business. But I'm just going to use this as the uh, example for today. Um, and I've decided for this example, we spent a lot of time talking about hourly rates, percentages of commission. Um, but I, want, I wanted to start talking about annual numbers for the same reason that in our KPIs and do I get a pay rise, we add back or we put in the hourly rate so people can see their true hourly rate. I think there's some value in talking in terms of forward progression about lump sum numbers, um, showing small incremental 
strategies that you put in today over time can have a big result. If a habit is repeated, that we can actually achieve bigger numbers. Um, so that is my purpose of changing the, the conversation to big picture. And when we're doing goal planning and setting, I think talking on an annual basis, or and you'll see as I, as I go through, adds the value and bigger picture purpose to just talking about, you know, a dollar fifty an hour. Sometimes we need to talk bigger to be a little bit more inspiring. Larissa, can I just jump oh. in there? A quick mm. question, Melissa's popped in. Is are you referring to this as like a, a forty-hour-a-week full-time stylist? Because um, what we do find at the moment is that there's not many seniors that are full-time as such now. Yeah. Um, so my example is based on thirty-eight hours, um, and uh, before we wrap up today, I do want to talk about timing. And I agree. I think this, it's almost, dare we say, Melissa, the day of full-time work is almost gone. And I think we need to be prepared for it and make sure that we've uh, thought it through and the benefits of that so it doesn't feel jarring uh, and that we can embrace it. So 100%, 100% agree. Hey, are you loving this episode so far? Oh, by the way, it's Greta here, Salon Mastery Success Coach at Salon Owners Collective. So I wanted to pop in and ask you something. Do you ever feel like you are winging it when it comes to your business? You started your own business so that you could live the life you wanted with freedom that you wanted, earn great money and be a leader. But the reality is the amount of effort you're putting in isn't giving you an equal reward. You're exhausted and you don't know what to do about it. No matter what you do, you just can't seem to get ahead. You see other people winning and seeing success but how come it doesn't work for you? You wish you had a clear laid out plan, something to guide you in the right direction or help you with what to do next. What can you do that actually worked? In reality, many salon owners feel this way. You aren't alone. If you are nodding your head as you listen to this, then you need the Salon Mastery proven nine part plan to grow your salon. That's right, no more winging it. The Salon Mastery nine part plan has given hundreds of salon owners a plan to grow, build a rockstar team, attract dream clients and become a salon CEO. Our plan will work for you too. To uncover the nine part proven plan, just click the apply now link in the show notes of this episode. Okay, now back to the episode. I'm going to take you through um, four strategies now. Um, that I think if you can lead your team to work and work with them, then we can lead them to, and this is why I call it, you know, um, a lifestyle stylist. How can we make the most for the least and that they can be successful because this is what they want, right? They want to make the most money that they possibly can for the least possible hours. Fair enough. Don't we all want to have that? Um, how can we do that and make sure that we're all winning? Because we can't, we can't let them win and then the business uh, suffers or our clients suffer as a result so these examples are based on three and a half times your wage on the hourly rate based on 30 hours a week and also based on 48 working weeks of the year um, in New Zealand you get four paid weeks holiday um, so that, that's the basis of the numbers and I want to give it to you I don't want to spend time 
if we possibly can, I've tried to do a lot of the math for you. I don't want to spend time doing the math together today. I think that's um, not the best time of uh, use of our time. I want to give you the understanding and the framework and the language to be able to have the conversations with your team and then the tools to do so. Uh, and then if you need help with the numbers outside of do I get a pay rise, the, res the resource that you already have in the KPI sheet, then a coaching call is the best way to crunch the numbers and do it together. And we can get out the calculator or get out the spreadsheet and, and do the numbers, okay? Um, oh, let me go back. A, let me go back a step. We've talked about um, do I get a pay rise and a roadmap and a step by step. Is anybody? Hey, Marley, I didn't see you sneaking there. How are you? Um, can I have a show of hands? Who's here has implemented? Do I get a pay rise? Um, the wages tiers. Melinda and Nita have put their hands up. I may have missed some other ones. Rose, Emma, a few, a few hey, yeses cool. and a few noes. I want to um, spend a little bit of time on tiered levels and the power of that for your team members and what it actually means for them to achieve that. Uh, we're going to spend a little bit of time on, on building a five-star clientele. Um, we'll touch on the five-star entourage um, and we'll spend some time on the five-star column um, so we can build out a 100K stylist. Are you ready? Um, I think for me, uh, these strategies, you know, they're, they're, they're not rocket science, but they're super important if we want to lead our team to win. And the most important word, I believe, in building a business is actually consistency and building the habits that we do. And I think it's too easy for us to, oh, this is actually, who said this earlier? Um, oh, we think we know, we think that they know because we know. And when we think that they know because we know, I think we give up supporting, leading and holding them too quickly. And we don't build the habit. We don't lay down the train tracks and then put the train on the track and let it come around in the loop and do the loop all of the time, whether that's weekly, whether that's monthly, whether that's daily, whether that's annually. Like the, the um, huddle loop needs to be on the daily track, um, for example. And so we give up before we build the habit for our team members, especially if they're smart cookies and they've been in the industry for a long time and we go, oh, you know what to do and we leave them alone. But um, habits and consistently build builds the results. So um, Ted Levels, let's dive into this one. When you've done, do I get a pay rise wages? The next step to step into is the Ted Levels. This gives them social um, and career progression. And I think it's really important um, not just to do it because we do it, but to have the deeper understanding of why we do it and how important it is for them so we can lead them and, and celebrate with them. So tiered pricing um, and, and the tiered levels actually give social standing to people. And I think we forget that because we put it in as a strategy or we think it's a good idea or we want them to earn more. But this is an actual social standing strategy and it rewards effort and achievement but it also tells the outside world that I worked hard for this and uh, I'm doing the work and I've achieved something. I've achieved a qualification and I've, I've taken promotion. 
And the pay increase allows the business to be able to pay the team member more for that progression in their career. Um, and this move alone uh, can be worth up to 10K a year for a team member. I don't know if you've ever done the math on that, but I did the math um, on, I jumped into several of your KPIs and the numbers that you'd, you had set for yourself. And the incremental uh, step between the levels, this is the numbers taken literally from one of your, do I get a pay rise? And I did the math on it. And the incremental growth, can you guys see this by the way? Is it big enough? The incremental growth between becoming, um, getting paid a technician, color technician's wage to become an emerging stylist is actually 6K a year. And the difference between, oops, sorry, sorry. The difference between uh, an emerging stylist and a senior talent was seven and a half K a year. And when we got into emerging and director level talent, that's 10K a year just by putting their prices up. <clears throat> Small incremental growth doesn't seem like much when we just give them a little wee pay rise, especially if they're having $1.50 pay rises. But actually a whole jump and putting a price up and stepping up a tier can be worth 10K. And I think that's something to get excited about. Right? Should we not be celebrating this with and pointing it out to them? Sometimes we can have the best tools, but if nobody knows why or how cool it is, it doesn't matter. It means nothing. They'll still go down to the salon down the road because they do uh, better work parties. So um, small in incremental growth. And if you do a $1.50 an hour for every pay increase, the little incremental jumps in between, it's worth 3K a year. There's nothing to be sneezed at. But I like telling people that they're going to get 3K a year more because what can you do with 3K versus $1.50? A lot. I can buy something for 3K. But um, $5,000, actually, I think I did this on the next thing in magic. $5 an hour, if you go up, so between uh, from one beginning of one level to the beginning of the next level for some of you, and I checked on several of them, is $5 an hour, that's 10K a year just by having a $5 an hour increase. So you go from senior to executive and there's 10K in your back pocket before you sold anything else, right? And I think I, I like this idea of reframing it for them, what we can achieve by pre-framing and giving them what they, um, making them realize what they're getting saves a ton in reframe having to back, go back and show people, but actually, you know, don't, don't leave because I'm actually doing this for you. We need to be in front and pre-frame people of what they're getting. In your Do I Get a Pay Rise KPI sheets, there is a tab there called Career Pathways. And I don't know if you've been in there or if you know that it exists, um, but in there allows you to plan the tiered levels as you go up each tiered level um, to see the impact that it makes on um, their annual salary, their annual wage, what they get for the year. And there's even a, even a, a piece in there to help you pre-plan and attach that, um, attach that annual goal, if you will, to something that they care about. Whether it's, I think the example that I put in there was like, I want to buy a bike, I want to buy a car, I want to buy a house. And if you want to, if, if the goal in life is to achieve a deposit on a house, then, um, then these incremental steps and growth should be attached to that because suddenly it means more. It's not about just selling to the client. Does that make sense? Um, is this based on hourly pay? Um, correct. 
It's definitely yes. Uh, Larissa? Hello. Candice. Um, sorry, if you just go back to the last, um, yeah, that one. I'm a bit lost. Is that $5 per hour? Are you talking about for what the clients are paying or for what the nope. hourly? If you increase your team member's wage by $5 an hour, if they jump up a level and they increase that much, then, then that equals over a 12-month period is 10K in a year. In a year, That's a 10K pay increase. Yeah. Okay. I like to frame it like that, right? Because it's like, well, what can you do with 10K? Yeah. Especially when you're, when you're um, talking to them about, you know, here's a little dollar fifty. But actually, if you do the um, – now, I'm making some assumptions uh, that the majority of you know about do I get a pay rise. And so my apologies if you're not deeply in the know of that. Um, but, I, again, I'm wanting to help you pre-frame and speak eloquently with your team so they're not looking over the fence. One of the really important things to do that is when people have um, promotional um, achievement that we have some kind of award ceremony um, and we shout it out. It's not as fun when it's kind of behind closed doors. I know there's a little bit of uh, fear around people talking about what each other gets or when they're having a promotion. But if you're going up from a senior to an executive stylist or therapist, then I think there should be some award. Like we used to do certificates um, and you would, you know, become, uh, get the certificate for being the next level. We'd do coffee and cake at the team member and we would do a public announcement. We wouldn't do it for pay rises, clearly. <laughs> that just doesn't feel appropriate. But for actual public promotion, um, I think that social recognition is super important. And our clients will get excited for our team. That's so amazing that you've become an executive stylist or an executive therapist or a director level. Like they get excited for you. It certainly also takes uh, the pain away from um, takes the pain away from when your price goes up also. And that's a wrap. Thanks for tuning in today. What was your biggest takeaway from today's session? I'd love to hear your thoughts, your aha moments. Uh, send me a message, DM or a message inside of the Profitable and Successful Salon Owners Facebook group. I would love to hear what was the big takeaway. Now, before I go, I'm looking to work with five salon owners this month who want to go from winging it to salon growth, uncover our done-for-you, do-I-get-a-pay-rise structure, and, of course, so many more things part of the nine-part business plan. We will provide that system for you and set your team up for success so they know where they're going, where they are currently, and how to get to the next level in their career. If they know that your business can provide the next step in their career, it's a future-proof system. Now, if this sounds like what you need inside of your business, then click the Apply Now button in the show notes of this episode. Let's see your seller mastery is a good fit for you and for your business and the future growth of your team. I look forward to connecting with you next week on another episode of the Salon Owners Collective Podcast. Ciao for now. Thanks for joining me on another episode of the podcast. Tune in every week as I reveal the latest insights and advice on what it takes to truly master your inner salon CEO and master your salon success. Subscribe to the Salon Owners Collective podcast on iTunes or Spotify or visit us online at www.salonownerscollective.com. 
but make sure to join me in my Facebook group for answers to common questions and much, much more. Thanks for listening and I look forward to tuning in with you again next week.